Today in this episode of Open the Foundation of Smart Cities, we have with us Mr. Vinay Rajagopal, member of Smart Cities Working Group, IIT Future Tech Panel, who is also the technology lead partner solutions and architecture at Red Hat. Vinay Rajagopal brings 17 years and more of experience in enabling partner ecosystems to adopt new age technologies, practices and solutions to embrace digital transformation initiatives modernize and optimize platform delivery, monitoring and management. Prior to joining Red Hat, he has worked under several pre-sales and solutions related leadership roles with both service and product organizations like Tech Mahindra, IBM, JP Morgan Chase, HP Digital et al. Welcome to our episode Vinay. Thank you Jani, great to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, let me get on to the topic uh, straight away with my first question to you, which is um, what does it mean when we say open is the foundation of smart cities like our topic today suggests and why do you think open is the foundation of a smart city? Right, yeah, see, see, you know, let me step back here for a second, right? So the, mm-hmm. the way I perceive smart, you know, that's the core of everything that we're discussing right now. So it's, the way I perceive smart is that any entity for that matter, uh, you know, should be instrumented and therefore it's interconnected. And when it's instrumented and interconnected, it has data that helps derive intelligence out of it. And this intelligence is in line with whatever the context of any desirable outcome may be, right? Now, if I can um, give you an example, uh, let's take as simple as smart parking. Uh, That could enable a delightful citizen experience or smart waste or smart recycling, you know, enabling uh, sustainable, environment-friendly disposal or even reuse of the of the thing that otherwise would be considered as a waste. So it's, uh, it's the data that counts end of the day. Not many, uh, you know, realize how massive this can be. For example, if you look at uh, the studies back in the US, uh, you see that the aluminum can recycling, you know, these uh, cans that typically are used for soda and carbonated drinks. That itself is an $800 million industry. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's so, so I believe there's a lot like that in India that can be discovered. If we bring that data to converge platforms that can then empower the citizen, you know, administration officials or the data providers and the industry itself. So, so open is where the key is. And if you, if you, Look at uh, the independent software vendors or the startups who, who mm-hmm. drive the application ecosystem, and various very innovative services that are, you know, truly bringing value to the citizens. You know, in terms of smart parking or smart recycling, like I mentioned a while ago, uh, mm-hmm. and, and also forget the the academia and all the research and development and the pilot projects that they do. So if you truly have to bring this new innovative, you know, very innovative citizen-centric services or new business models or new monetization plans. It's mm-hmm. all possible by adoption of open standards, open source software platforms, and in building this data model, right? This data model yeah. that could tap into that insight that I spoke about. Uh, and, and, and of course, you know, this, this open data models then needs to be exposed in the form of APIs for the true data exchange to happen between different parties so that they all benefit out of this data. They all, you know, understand the data and then, you know, manure their offerings based on that data. So, so, so 
if there's something that has to be smart, it has to be on the foundation of open, and that mm-hmm. availability of that this data being exchanged between you know various entities that truly form um, you, you know from a smart perspective that that city then becomes a smart city. So that's that's pretty much um, in, in a nutshell that I the way I perceive that. But if you see uh, you know there 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 has been uh, tremendous work done by mm-hmm. the Institute of Science, right, on the IUDX platform, which is the mm. you know, data exchange, um, and the very able leadership of the professor Indra Gopal, and of course, uh, great participation and support from the Ministry of Housing and Urban Affairs. So, mm-hmm. so I believe that IUDX can address that. that. That can be the answer of this whole data exchange platform, right? And that's the purpose why IUDX was put together. Now, let's flip that coin on the other side, right? Let's look at on the, the other side of this coin. Uh, now, most importantly, you know, it's it's these projects like IUDX that can truly empower the vendors, the partners, you know, the citizens themselves and various players within the, the smart city ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Especially the independent software vendors, uh, the, the startups who, who, like I said, right, they're bringing in very innovative citizen-centric uh, services, right? So if, if you have, you know, if you use IUDX and that enables in turn for getting all of these players to come together and derive insights of the data that that then can, you know, kind of lead into not just a smart city, but a circular economy of that city. And in and, and end of the day, the city's growth, the GDP, whatever it is, right? It's, it's how well you accommodate not just the citizen services, but also the startups and ISVs give them the opportunity to build their offerings based on that. And and, and of course, you know, when I when every time I say open, it's given that um, you know anything that has to do with interoperability, uh, no vendor lock-in, that's a known factor, known benefit for of anything that's open. Um, hmm. So that's the emphasis, and, and I'd like to also share. You know what I've known, right? The Berlin's uh, Open Data Project is an example. You know that's uh, that's a lot of fiber community there where Red Hat is a platinum member. So I I can give you examples out of that where uh, you know platforms like IUGX uh, you know plays such an important role. And in in, in fiber, like I said, you know Red Hat is a platinum member, and everything that we do at Red Hat is central to open source. But at the same time, um, you know in the, in the country like ours. There are challenges, and one such diversity of smart city solutions, you know, often <laughs> developed independently, you know, created in vertical silos. As a result, right. yeah, as a result, there's, there's always this data that are created by one specific application, for say, is mm-hmm. only available to that application. Uh, hmm. And cannot be what that means, it cannot be leveraged in a broader spectrum, right? Because you might need that data for other applications. You might need that data for other cities, and and this is where, like you know, like I said, IUGX, which is built completely as an open source platform, and its adoption is is absolutely important. Wonderful, Vinay. Thank you so much. Uh, that's great emphasis on the importance of open standards, open source platform, and also open data. And like you mentioned, um, adoption is key here. Um, so my next question to you along these uh, uh, things that we just discussed now 
um what do you think where are we as a country and what should we do to drive this adoption which you as you mentioned is absolutely important like you said right yes yes absolutely uh, i i think adoption is the key i mm-hmm. i definitely believe so so very good question jani mm-hmm. <laughs> so 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 if you if you if you again you know i, I think before we address that question directly let's take a step back again here quick second mm-hmm. and and delve into the circular economy that i mentioned before right uh, smart cities represent a very diverse and distinctive uh, ecosystems of of collaborative frameworks right there, there's a need for private public businesses non-government organization not not for profit organization even social enterprises we've seen tremendous contribution from social activists uh, and of course everything that we do within the purview of smart city is centric to the citizens themselves so if you see it's a very diverse and distinctive ecosystem there's there's so many uh, personas that are involved in this and therefore there's a need of that collaborative framework that kind of builds that envelope around it and keeps this uh, you know together so these ecosystems you know kind of facilitate the transformation of cities into enablers of economic growth innovation and well-being this is where i believe this circular economy right it, it's it's it, it truly can be very tangible when it, it when it becomes a part of the economic growth of that city when it hmm. when it leads its citizens it leads its various business players or government players or any activists anyone for that matter ngos and npos whatever it is if it leads them to be more innovative leads all of the citizens from a well-being perspective at the same time contributing to the growth of the economy is is where i strongly believe that that, that is a too smart way right and therefore mm-hmm. therefore if you see the end outcome right cities become more efficient they're, they're resilient they're cost effective uh, they're sustainable and, and they provide citizens with a better place to work live and socialize you, you know be it, if i could take uh, um, you know a few examples out here i would say as simple as air and water quality pollution waste health social care right even the 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 energy consumption right what are the energy consumption um hmm. multimodal transport and look at it we we've got um, you know we've got bikes and we've got car renting we've got taxis we've got electric vehicles you know the, the lovely cycles all over the the road uh, so this this list is growing and i and i especially especially from a bangalore perspective i could you know i see that happen right in front of me and and you know to add further to this emphasis i, I did mention about electric vehicles right the city's infrastructure hmm. needs to cope with that growth Right. right so so it, it it is it is absolute imperative to you know ensure that there is a circular uh, economy which is very diverse very distinctive with uh, you know with, with with also should ensure the collaborative framework that i mentioned which all of this contributes to the economic growth the innovation and the well-being of the city so now now if i go back to be to your question and you know, to be precise how do we get there how do we drive the adoption right so you know like the old saying rome wasn't built in a day and so are the mm-hmm. so i think there are three this is vsr vsr 
I think there are three important, very important things, um, you know, according to me. One is a modular, pluggable, you know, microservices kind of based architecture, you, you know, using open standards and open softwares. What, right. yeah, what this means is, you know, this allows you to start small or plug in whatever, whatever journey that you are in right now and mm-hmm. go from there. What it also means is your ability to adapt quickly in terms of the faster changes to address the demands. Now, the demand could be as simple as the data privacy, right? You know, there's the, the, the data protection bill. And if you're looking at it from a global perspective, there's GDPR, there's CCPA in, in California. So there's, there's regulatory requirements that can, can, you know, kind of come at any point of time and you should be, um, you know, in a position to address those changes. So first mm-hmm. thing first, a modular, pluggable, microservices kind of based architecture using open standards and open software. That's, that's according to me, is the first very important thing. Now, this architecture that I just spoke about, right, is only as good as the foundation it is running on. So my second important uh, perspective would be, is to have a very rock solid foundation. And what that means is it, it has to be secure, it has to be you know, scalable, distributed, it, something that could be easily you know, extendable, responsive. At the same time, it, it needs to support that layer, that ecosystem of uh, innovation that everyone's trying to contribute to it. So the foundation, it, it not just you know, you know, it's a robust ability, but also needs to be backed by an enterprise-grade support 24 seven and every day of the year. Because, you know, when you're building it on open source, when you're building it on, uh, you, you know, tapping into the, the innovation that has been driven through an open source culture, it is absolutely important that you have somebody who backs it up from a support perspective, which is an enterprise grade. Otherwise, what, what typically happens is you'll, you'll end up putting a lot of time and effort in terms of any, everything under the hood of other than your business, your citizen-centric services that you're trying to put together as a as an independent software vendor or even a startup for that matter, right? So it's, it's absolutely important that you, you know, this, this modular, pluggable microservices kind of based architecture is backed by enterprise gate support, which I believe is, 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 a, is a foundation for everything that you're going to put on top of it, right? Uh, so that's my mm-hmm. second point. Uh, the third one is now, now you have you have the right architecture that you put you, you put you know together in a place, and then you have the support. You you have a, a, a rock solid foundation, like I keep emphasizing upon. Now you need to enable the support ecosystem. Now you have what it takes to put together the data exchange, put together the true data driven uh, in a foundation. Now you need to open that up. You need to open that up and enable support ecosystem. You know that's you know, I keep mentioning about UDX, right? Those those are the platform that would then enable partners, developers with open source technology that's easy to adopt, easy to integrate and deploy, right? It's not just how you build it, it's also how you package and deploy it, which, which, makes, um, which gives you the ability to be uh, fast um, and, and responsive. So, so, and it doesn't matter whether it's, it's on-prem or cloud or edge, whatever the footprint is, um, it, it needs to be a true hybrid approach. Uh, it needs to consider the privacy and security aspects of the data. It needs to help the ISVs uh, and the startups build 
new and innovative citizen-focused services for the greater public good. So if I have to quickly summarize three things, one, a modular, pluggable microservices kind of based architecture using open standards and open softwares, backed by, which is my second part, backed by the enterprise-grade support 24 bar seven, every day mm -hmm. year, which in, in this foundation, secure, scalable, distributed, extensible, right? And supports the innovation that I, I mentioned about, right? And of course, open this up to enable a support ecosystem. The ISVs and the developers who really use this to build their services on top of it. So that that that's how I would like to summarize, how do we get there? Perfect, perfect. Those are wonderful insights, uh, Vinay. Um, thank you so much for being a part of this uh, podcast and I hope we can do another insightful episode once again soon uh, with you. Uh, so thank you there once again. Absolutely. I look forward to Thank you for having me and, and it's always a privilege to be part of the IET. And thanks to Johnny for, uh, for uh, you know, putting this podcast together. Perfect. Thanks so much, Vinay. Thank you. Uh, cheers. Have a good day. Bye.